Welcome to our podcast, Inside SAP S4HANA, about SAP S4HANA Asset Management. There is no customer success without product success and project success. If you're asking yourself, how can I run my processes smoothly for asset management in SAP S4HANA, then this podcast is right for you. I have two experts with me today. And I would like to say hello to the chief product owner for maintenance management here at SAP SE, Boris Moore. Welcome, Boris. Hi, also welcome from my side and thank you for having me. Oh, very welcome. And also <laughs> a big welcome to my dear colleague, Gerhard Werker, who is an outbound product manager for maintenance management here at SAP as well. Hi, Gerhard. Hi, Margus. Also, welcome from my side and thanks for having me with you today. Thanks for joining. And uh, my name is Markus, Markus Oertelt, and I also work as Outbound Product Manager, Maintenance Management um, as well uh, for the SAP S4HANA Product Success and Cloud Co-Innovation Team. And Boris, uh, welcome again. And um, tell me a little bit about Boris Moore. Who is it? Yeah, sure. Well, uh, I'm now with SAP since uh, more than 15 years and currently chief product owner in the business area of um, SVANA Asset Management. Uh, and in this role, I'm responsible for the yeah, product success of uh, SAP S4HANA Maintenance Management, covering the core maintenance management processes for demand management, work planning, execution of work, and then also the closure of all activities. Um, furthermore, I'm also responsible for SAP's work clearance management solution and SAP Asana for spatial asset management. Yeah. And my main area of responsibility is to work closely with our customers and user groups to understand the market requirements and to define uh, yeah, a product strategy and a roadmap for the products. Yeah. Um, I started my professional career as an electrical engineer in the field of the telecommunication and energy supply. And after working as a maintenance supervisor for a few years, I decided to add a computer science study and then joined SAP when I was writing my thesis in uh, business by design architecture team. That's a brief overview here. Thank you, Boris. Very interesting. Gerhard, I think I know you well, um, but maybe there's something uh, that you want to let our audience know about yourself as well. Yeah, sure, Marcos. I think a lot of people don't know that I grew up on a farm and being raised on a farm at an early age, you come into contact with maintenance management processes automatically if you run harvesters, harvest, agricultural machines in dusty environments. <laughs> Very so, cool. So, as a Very short cool. story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gerd. Then let's uh, dig uh, right into the topic and um, asset management in SAP S4HANA was uh, very basic, especially in SAP S4HANA Cloud. But uh, yeah, some people also called it not very innovative. But then um, all of a sudden, um, new SAP Fiori apps and uh, process redesign called Faces or Face Control appeared. What happened, Boris? 
Yeah, uh, there happened a lot um, as part of our discussions with customers. Um, it became yeah a few years back clear that the existing best practice processes um, had to be adopted to the new customer requirements. Yeah? The processes available up till then yeah, had already been defined uh, somewhere in the 90s and have been continuously modernized over the years. Um, but there was also a need for fundamental modernization. Yeah, Since we were already working on the concepts for, for our new Fiori-based user interfaces, we decided then uh, yeah, to incorporate the customer requirements into uh, new best practice processes with an end-to-end Fiori coverage. Yeah. Um, yeah, for example, there was a requirement for more work to be carried out using mobile devices. And for many customers, the ratio of pro activities was significantly increased yeah, in order to reduce um, unplanned downtimes. Yeah. In addition, in many industries, there were, were also specialized roles introduced, yeah, being only responsible for processing parts of a maintenance process. Yeah. Um, for example, screener roles that have uh, reviewed the incoming maintenance requests and checked if there are duplicates and uh, in cooperation with production and the maintenance department decided if uh, further activities are needed and needs to be triggered. Yeah. And uh, yeah, based on this knowledge, we then started co-innovation project with customers from different industry to jointly yeah, define maintenance processes that covers all the requirements of a modern enterprise asset management system. Yeah. And the result of this collaboration has been used to develop new Fiori apps and features, yeah, which were then embedded in our new best practice processes, which can be implemented by our customers. Yeah. This includes, for example, reactive maintenance, proactive maintenance, or improvement maintenance process. Um, we already delivered the first new processes for closed customers at the end of 2020, and for on-premise customers one year later in uh, 2021. And since then, we have been adding new innovations to these processes but we are also continuously delivering additional best practices. As of today, we have delivered six best practice processes and it's already planned to additional, add additional ones like a refurbishment process or a process for inspection and checklist management. Boris, thank you very much for this overview. Really interesting. Um, can you give us uh, some more examples uh, for key innovations which we have developed in the past releases? Yeah, it's not really easy to make a selection here, but uh, yeah, let me try to list at least some of the most important ones. Um, one of the key innovations, the phase model has been mentioned already by Markus. Yeah. It comes with a standardized and well-defined process phases and subphases, which are available out of the box for all our new best practice processes. This comprehensive phase-based model supports end users to process maintenance requests and orders according to um, the standardized phases. Yeah. In that context, it should also be mentioned that there that we have 
only work with modern web-based user interfaces. And for example, such GUI transactions are not longer used in our best practice processes. Yeah. For this purpose, many new sub-theory apps have been developed in the last two years to improve the user experience and to provide additional features like machine learning capabilities to support end users maintaining necessary data in the system. Yeah. There are a lot, uh, also a lot of improvements for our maintenance standard roles. For the, the maintenance planner role, we introduced, for instance, the maintenance planning pact feature to level out the, the workload of several weeks, determine concrete time periods for the requested maintenance work, and to check the availability of all required resources, such yeah, as spare parts, external services. Yeah. By defining planning buckets, a maintenance planner can um, divide the maintenance effort into, yeah, I would call it manageable groups based on a dedicated scope. Yeah, and there are capabilities to create event-based or operational means recurring maintenance planning buckets. They're also for the maintenance planner relevant. He can use also new intuitive maintenance backlog overview app, which provides an overview screen with the details of the maintenance backlog, yeah, covering maintenance requests and orders, planning buckets, and also an overview for external procurements. Coming to the maintenance supervisor, yeah, he can review, for example, all the open maintenance requests in the new screen maintenance request app, which includes new features for identification of double entries or process to send the request back to the initiator in, in order to get additional information. Um, another example for a new functionality we developed is the assess priority functionality. This is also included in the maintenance request app where customers can define a risk-based event prioritization matrix in order to determine the importance of, of a maintenance request. Using uh, consequences and likelihood uh, of an event. Yeah. Based on that assessment, the required start and end date and also the final due date are determined based on on the input from the end user. There are for sure a lot of improvements uh, in, in the area of resource scheduling. Yeah, uh, Maybe I mentioned the new managed work center utilization app or the new app to manage the schedule Yeah, with a lot of vis visualization capabilities and also uh, features to, to use drag and drop functionality. Also, I'd like to mention the improved management of external, externally procured materials and services. Yeah. Also, analytical capabilities embedded in uh, the new Fiori apps, but also dedicated analytical apps for, for example, cost analysis, analysis, or to anal analyze uh, breakdowns. Yeah. Furthermore, we adopted also the capabilities of output management and. Yeah. Last but not least, we delivered an end-to-end -end inspection checklist process from the creation of inspection plans to result recording and follow-up actions. Great, uh, great overview, uh, Boris. I have the feeling you could talk uh, forever about those innovations. This is this is amazing. 
And um, Gerhard and I, we receive a lot of questions from customers and uh, we looked at those questions and um, I chose, I think, three questions um, for you um, if we stay on the subject of innovations. Number one, um, can you tell us a little bit more about the cloud-first strategy approach? Number two would be, how do you get feedback from our customers for those innovations? And number three would be, We just introduced uh, monthly continued feature deliveries. Um, what is the benefit for our customers? I, I know a lot of questions, Boris, but uh, maybe you can uh, start with those three or answer those three. No problem. So cl cloud first simply means that uh, new developments will be shipped first in Eswana Cloud and then uh, later in the Eswana on-premise release. Yeah. There are only a very few exceptions where we delivered on-premise first. means Our developments are first available in the cloud and then later uh, in the on-premise solutions. Yeah? But this year, we plan with two cloud releases in February and August. Yeah? The designation for a release always refer to the corresponding year and months of delivery. This year releases, therefore, will be 22.02 and 22.08. Yeah? As far as cloud releases replace the current system with a higher version, including latest innovations from the, the application and technology stack. Yeah. Updates, uh, yeah, I would call it non-disruptive system updates to the current release, and they are delivered via the yeah, hotfix or so-called hotfix collections. Yeah, coming from a quarter release cycle as far as cloud. Yeah, has recently reduced the number of releases and system upgrades per year and additionally offers regular updates between those releases. Yeah. Aim is here to, for adding functionality to the current release without a disruption for customers. Yeah. This is what we refer to when we talk um, yeah, about continuous delivery. Yeah. The overall goal is to yeah, reduce the effort associated with deliveries while innovations can be um, adapted faster and also more flexibly. Yeah. And updates are named after the release pre uh, preceding them. So for example, 22.1, for example, will be the first update to the release 22.02 delivered in February this year. Uh, yeah, regarding your question about customer feedback, you know, first of all, we continue, continuously, uh, test, of course, all the new developments with, uh, selected customers, but also with, um, introducing, uh, partners, for example. And we have, of course, dedicated feedback channels for S1 cloud customers. Yeah. Where we, present, for example, the latest innovation and also collect feedback or immediate feedback on them. As for example, uh, a regular so-called meet the expert session for Esfona Cloud and also the, um, the uh, customer influence channel where customers can request new features yeah, for the cloud solution. And yeah, from my point of view, this, this close feedback loop Loop is one of the major benefits uh, uh, of a software as a service solution. Yeah? Compared to on-premise customers where we see very long adoption cycles, 
cloud customers can benefit several times per year from new innovations. Yeah, And we, as product managers, can really get immediate feedback from the customers and, if need, provide improvements in a very, very short time frame. Yeah, yeah I hope I answered uh, all the three questions. From my point of view, you did. You did. <laughs> Thank you. Boris, let's put the fish on the table. You mentioned earlier a concept for maintenance phases and phase control codes. And when Markus and I talked about the first time in our rollout session about the phase control, um, there was really high interest from the audience. Uh, they directly asked, when do we get this also in on-premise? Uh, and I think now is the time that you elaborate a little bit more. What is real benefit for customers? Very good question, and uh, yeah, also a question I uh, very often hear from from my customers, yeah, but from the customers where I in contact with. Yeah, as mentioned already, it comes with yeah standardized and well-defined process phases and subphases, which are available out of the box for all our new best practice processes. But what are the benefits? Yeah, on the one hand, we provide all stakeholders a standardized process flow and also overview of the phases in which yeah the respective work request or maintenance order is, and also to derive the necessary steps and also the uh, the responsibilities from this. Yeah, and on the other hand, we at SAP wanted to offer really simplified role and phase specific user interfaces yeah uh, which can really be used in each of our phases to be able to provide yeah all the necessary information and functions to reach the next phase yeah and that without overloading the user interfaces with unnecessary information yeah Compared to subgrid transactions, uh, we heavily reduce the complexity and yeah, providing much more, yeah, I would say, user-friendly apps with a dedicated scope supporting uh, one of the phases yeah, uh, within the end-to-end -end process. Yeah? Uh, and with so-called phase control codes, customers can steer the process uh, for example, to prevent a transition of a maintenance order from one phase to another. Yeah, I hope uh, this explains a bit where the benefits are. Thank you, Boris. <laughs> I still have the image in my head how, how how Gerhard asked you the question and how Boris takes the fish or Gerhard takes the fish and puts it on the table. So thanks for uh, putting the fish on the table. And um, a lot of customers actually ask um, if I can also configure the phase codes or phases. Um, for example, I want to skip a phase in my process. Uh, is that possible, Boris? Yeah, uh, I think I mentioned already the, the phase control codes, but uh, I think from a configuration point of view, the first wave uh, version of the phase model had uh, a very strict execution path, yeah, and all phases had to be processed. yeah. But uh, we are providing step-by-step step more flexibility here and uh, also more configuration options to our customers. Yeah. Uh, for insta instance, we, we just delivered a simplified process variant in the reactive maintenance process uh, for maintenance technicians to document minor work or yeah, smaller repairs uh, 
where yeah, the screening and approval or planning or preparation phase is not really required. Yeah. And with this lean process variance, it's really possible to create a notification and to set it to complete after documenting, yeah, the activities and also the failure data, for example. Yeah. For next year, we plan to deliver also more capabilities for, yeah, I would call it customer specific configuration. For example, to allow specific roles or users to skip uh, certain phases yeah, during uh, executing uh, the, the phase model. Perfect, Boris. Thanks for this explanation. Uh, you give us really interesting insights about the phase control process here. Um, let me move over to my favorite app uh, that, that you have developed in the last releases. It's the Perform Maintenance Jobs app for the technician uh, that is still being enhanced with each release. Uh, why did you decide to develop a new app in this area? Uh, yeah, the, the, the new Perform Maintenance Shop app is the successor of the My Maintenance Shop app, which will be deprecated because it had yeah, a limited scope and also not used the latest uh, Fiori technology. Yeah. Um, in a nutshell, the, the new Subfiori app, Perform Maintenance Shop, is designed as a um, one-stop solution from, for the maintenance technici technicians. Um, covering all features and functions required for executing uh, the daily task of a technician. Yeah, yeah that includes, uh, yeah, first of all, of course, a job list, yeah, showing all the tasks that are ready for execution. Uh, with default filters available with the standard variant, uh, allows the technician to a uh, few jobs assigned to him and to his or her team, yeah. Jobs that are not yet assigned can uh, be self-assigned in that uh, job list overview. The app provides also capabilities to display associated information required to execute the job or to post and return components. Of course, to record time, yeah, update malfunction findings and also measurement reading, yeah. And this app comes also with a machine learning feature uh, and provides proposals for damage code and object parts as part of the, the value help. Yeah. Technicians can, can view the proposed damage code and object part for an existing maintenance order. Yeah. And uh, this really supports uh, an accurate maintenance of data in, in that um, notification right this is what we saw also in the past that due to a long list entry list so most of those entries either didn't have properly maintained or just yeah skipped in the in the in the main or in the creation of notification results for example um, in the context of my maintenance shop app, it should be mentioned that this app is really designed to be used in an online mode, yeah, with uh, yeah, connectivity to a network or a mobile connection, yeah, and for 
offline use cases uh, where technicians have to execute ta tasks without any connections. Uh, we really offer dedicated mobile apps which can be used in a yeah, pure offline scenario. Yeah. Thank you, Boris, for supporting the technicians here really with, with a really good app. Thanks also from my side, Boris, and speaking of new developments, um, you already slightly touched the topic for the maintenance backlog overview app. What is so innovative and how can customers use this app, Boris, to, um, yeah, to minimize their efforts? But this, this app comes really with a very in, intuitive user interface and can be used uh, yeah, as a single entry point for the daily work. Yeah. The app provides yeah, the maintenance planner, for example, a single screen view to see the details of the maintenance backlog with all work requests and orders. Yeah. It can be used to filter for planning buckets, uh, past and future buckets, and also to filter out requests and order within a specific phase. Yeah. Um, and the graphical chart in the maintenance backlog overview app can, can be used to easily navigate to other apps yeah, with, without defining any new filter criteria. Yeah. For example, when, when you click on the planning phase uh, in that graphical chart, uh, it opens the uh, manage maintenance notification order app. Uh, a list view and, and the relevant orders are displayed already in the result area of the list view. Yeah. This really improves how planners, for example, can uh, filter for certain uh, orders or notifications and uh, easily show details in, uh, in an, another uh, application. Yeah. There's also an external procurement card which um, enables um, Proactive review of procurement processes to buy parts and so services. Yeah, uh, it allows um, the user to track the procurement items based on the next action to be initiated. Yeah, for instance, yeah, create a purchase requisition or release a purchase requisition. And in summary, this app is really intended to simplify the daily work of a planner and to provide him at the end a holistic overview of his. Uh, maintenance backlog. Boris, you, you mentioned here that how important this uh, maintenance backlog over your app is for the for the planner, for his daily work. Uh, will we see further investments in that app or uh, further apps in these directions? Uh, yes, of course. Yeah. This app will be improved over time as all other apps. Yeah. It's, for example, planned here to deliver uh, enhancement for maintenance events like shutdowns or revisions, and we will see we will see also additional cards in the overview app, yeah, showing, for instance, um, yeah, key performance indicators, yeah, for the for the maintenance planner role. Great, Boris. A lot of customers are asking me about asset inspection and checklist management. What are the plans for SAP S for HANA Cloud in this direction? Yeah, the, the checklist solution is one of the few examples where we have delivered on-premise first. Yeah, uh, The checklist solution has been developed as a consulting solution and um, yeah, due to the high adoption and also requests of many user groups, we have decided to bring these functionalities into the S4HANA standard. Yeah? 
And first shipment was uh, in the S1R 2021 on premise release, yeah. For S1R Cloud, we plan to deliver uh, a best practice process for inspection and checklist management um, in the second half of 2023, um, covering all the features from the current on-premise solution, but also extended with additional features over time. Yeah. Um, another focus is to enable checklist capabilities in all the yeah, relevant Fiori apps, for instance, in the perform maintenance shop app or also in the new managed maintenance plan. Thank you, Boris, for this explanation. Thanks, Boris. Um, also from my side, and um, you already mentioned a little bit the roadmap of the future. Um, let's continue to talk about the future, um, Boris. What is, what is the future for SAP S4HANA Asset Management or what will the future bring us? Yeah, here it's also really difficult to select out of the, the many um, yeah, innovations we, we are planning. But of course, we will continue to provide new features with each release and so keep the pace of innovation really high. Yeah. Um, here, I would really recommend uh, to use the sub-roadmap sub explorer and to search for innovation in the area of asset management because there are so many innovations planned. But yeah, maybe let me try to highlight just a few of many features our customers can expect in upcoming releases. Yeah, um, A set of new features will be delivered in the coming upcoming months starting with the managed maintenance plan and managed maintenance items apps. Yeah. After that, there will also be a new app for uh, managed maintenance notification. And yeah, for next year, for example, we are planning uh, a uh, managed maintenance order app. Yeah. And there is, of course, a very close collaboration with our customers on new features and uh, also on the screen design and, yeah, Customers can really expect a lot of new things and uh, yeah, really improved uh, usability here. Yeah. Uh, in addition, it will be possible to maintain required non-stock materials and related details for operations uh, in a maintenance task list. This is also a new feature in S4HANA. And there will also be improvements in the planning process using um, the capabilities that are combined with the open catalog interface for .o to select parts and services from open catalogs. Yeah. And I would like to also highlight our investment uh, in the area of asset performance management, where we seamlessly extend enterprise asset management with asset performance management capabilities along the end-to-end -end process to close the loop between maintenance strategy and execution to define, implement, execute, and monitor the optimal asset maintenance. Yeah. Uh, it also enables effective and efficient maintenance processes by moving from an uh, yeah, reactive approach to a prescriptive maintenance. Yeah. Uh, based on predictive health insights, the remaining lifetime of an asset will be determined and shall lead to an, yeah, I would say, an optimization of maintenance strategy and 
the proactive maintenance acti activities in SBANA maintenance, yeah. In yeah, context of maintenance plan schedule, scheduling, for example, this can uh, lead to a shortened maintenance cycle. Also expect many improvements out of this integration for the maintenance planner. For example, when um, the asset health indicator of assets can be used to decide if a repair makes sense or not, you know, because the asset reads the uh, predicted end of an asset life cycle and needs to be replaced anyway soon uh, to really avoid unplanned shutdowns. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the new features that we can expect uh, there in the in the coming months and quarters, as they will certainly uh, yeah, contribute to making our customers' processes even more effective and thereby enabling them to operate their asset system with reduced downtimes and also more cost efficiency. Yeah. All right, uh, Boris Gerhard, it. it we could talk on forever, I think it's so interesting and um, yeah, asset management, such a hot topic. Um, but I think for now, um, maybe we do another podcast. I think it's a good note to end this episode on. And um, yeah, Boris, thank you very much for joining today and um, sharing your insights about SAP S4HANA maintenance management. And um, yeah, in the future, like I already said, I hope you will be a future guest. Yeah, sure. It was really a pleasure to be your guest and um, I'm looking forward to any further sessions. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, stuff we can talk about. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Very good. Also, Gerhard, um, thanks as always for the collaboration and co-hosting today. Uh, maybe one more information uh, to our customers, SAP partners and internal listeners. Check out my colleagues Gerhard's excellent blog post about asset management on blogs.sap.com. So Gerhard, I just did a little marketing for you now. <laughs> Thanks again for joining. Thank you very much, Markus, for this promotion of my blog post series. <laughs> and it was really interesting. Uh, and uh, to, to summarize, uh, it, uh, Boris, I think you are on a really good track and make uh, great progress for maintenance management. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and if you all enjoyed today's discussion and you would like to know to learn more, stay tuned for the next one. As always, feel free to drop us an email via insightsf 4 at sap.com and let us know which topics are of your interest. Tune in next time and be inside SAP S4HANA. Thank you and goodbye.